oops upside your head. I said oops upside your head. Welcome to Seti Soppo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I am Simon. With me is Izzy. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. Are you covered in coffee? Nope. Are you covered in coffee? I am covered in coffee because just before we started recording, I knocked my coffee everywhere. Oops, upside your head, in fact. Well, in fact, well, all over my trousers, in fact. And I now smell of caffeine. Oops, upside your trousers. Oops, upside my trousers. Does caffeine smell or does coffee smell? I guess it's coffee, isn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, Diet Coke would smell of coffee. That's true. That's what I thought as I asked the question. You should do that. Think as you ask questions. No. There's no danger in it. No, I don't think so. Apologies for our absence last week. That was also due to a technical error. Whereby just before we started recording, my computer decided to do a 14-hour update. Did I go to do, did I? Yeah, you did. You went to do. Well, I was buffering, obviously. Yeah, it sounded like it. How are you, other than not being covered in coffee? Um, I think I'm alright. I don't know. I've got lots of work to do, but yeah. I don't want to do it, so it's difficult. Well, lucky we're doing the I've podcast. Got, I know, well, I've got another podcast to go out on Thursday, so that'll already been out by this time this is out, so it's just so confusing. It's so confusing, Simon. Is that the one I've listened goes... to already? Yeah. Cool. It's very good. You should listen to it. I don't know. It's yeah. out by Simon, now. Simon gets, Simon gets little tidbits, because believe it or not, I take his advice. Yeah, I don't know why you do Imagine that. Imagine how good my other podcast would be if Simon didn't listen to it. <laughs> there is that. But let's get on with this podcast because, you know, why not? I want to know, what is the opposite of a calippo? Ooh, right, okay. So a calippo is a type of ice cream that's in a cone. Well, it's not ice cream. No. It's, it's ice lolly, in lolly. fact. Lolly. Which is in America called a freezy. That type of ice lolly is called a freezy. That sounds like something Australians would say, not the Americans. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Americans would call it. It's just a a plop stop or something. That would be their thing. They also call them. They did say this a freeze pop. Yeah. Different to they, a popsicle. They, they, yeah, different to a popsicle. A popsicle's popsicle on a stick. On a stick, yeah. So you've got to transport those in freezers, whereas freezies... Whereas these are in cardboard tubes. Yeah, or plastic tubes or whatever, which Yeah, but can be... we're, we're talking calippos. Well, exactly. But a freezy in general, I mean, rather than a calippo. So basically, it's a tube, much smaller than the Pringles, very long. When you're a kid, it's longer than your forearm. It's very yeah. exciting. It tapers. Probably still longer, still longer than Simon's forearm. It tapers. So imagine it, it's like a stork's beak. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find them difficult to eat. Well, that's suck. because you don't... <laughs> exactly. You basically have to... I'm going to explain this. So it's got a foil top. Yes. And you peel off the foil top and you see the head of the clipper. Now, usually, usually that's quite stuck in against the cardboard. So you need to grip firmly near the top and just give it a little rub just to loosen it from its cardboard bearings. It'll pop out a little bit when you squeeze it. And the idea is that you suck that end until it goes transparent. Or, that's why I used to do it when I was four. After the age of about five, I was able to pick up the head of the calippo, turn the whole thing round so it's in its pouch, but the wrong way up, so it's pointing Ooh. out. So you've got a sort of like lightsaber of 
of lollipop and then crunch through the bottom. And that way you don't end up with a tube full of juice. That is genius, especially for a five-year-old. That's that's why I started doing it. Wow. It's really nice as well, but they don't last as long. But then you don't end up with overly sticky juice. See, I like the juice at the bottom. No, it's disappointing. It's too the sweet. The way the juice is nice. Yeah, exactly. It's that sweet because it's meant to be consumed as an ice. Yeah. I don't know why. I imagine it's because you can't taste it as much when it's an ice, simply because it doesn't have as many heat, heat, mole- well, heat molecules. The molecules in it are not moving as much, and therefore they don't get into the air as much. That you, before you can't smell them. Yeah. Therefore, they, you need to be stronger. But by the time it's heated up, it's overly pungent, yeah. and therefore it tastes rank. Cold diminishes taste, doesn't it? That's why they make lager cold. That explains IKEA. <laughs> Does it? Is IKEA well, cold? I've never really I was, noticed. Well, the trouble is no, no, no. The the trouble is I was trying to make a, a racist comment taste. towards Scandinavians, ah. but it doesn't work. Because actually they're like famous for their design, so yeah, yeah. I'd say that in fact it's the opposite. Because oh, therefore it must be the opposite. If a calippo mm. lacks taste when it's cold, is the opposite of a Swedish person who is lives in the cold and has a lot of taste. Uh, that's not bad. Makes I'll, sense. Well, I'll, I'll make my ruling on that in a moment. I just want to see if you can guess the flavors of, of orange. Uh, orange. Yes. yes. Orange, that's the only one I'd That's the only one I ever had. They do lemon and lime, I think, as well. They do lemon and lime, yes. We've had that one. They do strawberry, which sounds wrong. Oh, no. Ribena strawberry is the worst thing in the world as well, if you ever have that. Never had Um, it. Tropical. tropical. A raspberry pineapple. And listed How is that not tropical? Well, I don't know. And listed in the list of flavours is multi-pack. Lovely multi-pack. <laughs> well, I think I seem to remember in the multi packs that are much smaller. They're like two well, multi packs tend to be smaller, don't they? Yeah, I noticed that actually. It means I was I was looking at the chocolate bars because it's January and I've told myself to cut down on the serious amount of chocolate I ate over Christmas, and I was looking at the chocolate bars lusting. And yeah, it's the the they are smaller in the multi packs because you buy normal stickers. It's like it's like one. It's four fifths of the size, I would say. Yeah, if if not more. No, it's four fifths. <laughs> exactly four fifths. I looked at the calorie count, Simon. It's exactly because ah. the Snickers is usually two hundred and fifty calories, and those are two hundred. So ah. mm, clever. Must be. Must be. Unless they make them healthier in multi packs or make them less sugary, which I don't see why they would. No, I don't see why. They but would. they have to do a whole new machine for that you'd think the, the cost benefit it's a whole new machine Might not unless be. they can actually they could probably just change the opening mm. yeah like on a mint i'd stuff. say you need a whole new factory to make I think that you're wrong That's what I say. Oh. there's also a flavor called malaquias malaquias Malaquist, which sounds like something from Blake 7. I imagine that's in a foreign language, Simon. Well, I don't know. Anyway, you're right. The opposite of a clippo is Swedish design, shall we say? Or yeah. Swedishness. It's not Swedishness. So I imagine they still eat clippos. I'd say it's Swedish taste. Okay, the opposite of a clippo is Swedish taste. It'd be nice to know what Swedish taste is in Swedish. I imagine it's Flirty Bird. <laughs> that's because you're a racist who's watched too much of to the Muppet Show to be fair that's show. not 
Scandiwegian. Scandiwegian. I just want to say this, Simon, and you can cut it out the podcast if you like. Susan is on the windowsill, right? And she's got both of her legs together, yeah. um, one on top of the other, like she's on a. It's just amusing. She, oh, it, she's with, they're in front of her legs. Yeah, yeah. So it's her back legs pointing at left angles, hovering above the radiator. It's amazing. Is she looking at you like, what are you doing? No, she's asleep. Oh, well, that's, that's how well the podcast's going then. Hey, well, if we can make a cat laugh, we're doing well. Usually well, all you true. can get from her, the friendliest Susan ever is, is, is she wants something, she sits on the table and she yawns and meows at the same time. <laughs> and the noise is rather cute. Can you replicate the noise? <laughs> Not bad. Jamie wants to know, what is the opposite of a fish finger? Hmm? Also known as fish sticks. Is it a meat toe? It's not a meat toe, because there's no such thing as a meat toe. Now, when do you think fish fingers were invented? Ooh, that's a good idea. I'd say 1890. Oh, do you know what? That is a really good guess. The term fish fingers is first referenced in a recipe in a British popular magazine in 1900. Ah, so close. Uh, Gorton's was the first company to introduce a frozen ready-to-cook fish finger in the 50s, and it was named as a product with the parents' magazine's seal of approval. In World War II, this is weird, this bit, uh, Birdseye wanted to replace the white fish with herring, because herring was loads, there's loads and loads of herring. But it's an oily fish. So it wouldn't be a very good... That's why they use, like, um, what do they call, like, coli and stuff instead now, sometimes. Yeah, so it was based on an American product called Herring Savories, and they did a marketing test in Southampton, and no one liked them. You can also make them with salmon. Have you ever had a salmon fish finger? I have. I haven't. I, I don't imagine oily fish goes well with batter or breadcrumbs. Um, oily fish is nice no. on its own. Yeah, you, uh, but I I don't think salmon's an oily fish. It is an oily fish. It's a very oily fish. It's a fatty fish. It's a fatty fish. I think salmon counts as an oily fish. Trouble is, it's fresh water, so you don't tend to think. But then, so's like trout. That's not that oily. Is it? See, is, a trout is a fish finger fish. would be nice. Mm, it's too delicate. You need yeah. you need a bit more flavour in there. So that's why you want cod, because it's quite a stinky fish. Really, is cod a stinky fish? You need a a fish with girth. Really, you couldn't have sea bass. I'm very surprised place was ever used. What about mussels? I've got those. Yeah, because you go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I said it like that. I because you're, did. it's because you're ashamed you don't go to the gym, Simon, and therefore try and mock people who do go. I wasn't mocking that is you. Your own insecurity. I wasn't mocking you. In my defence, I, I wasn't mocking you. This has nothing to do with fish fingers, I don't think. Anyway. Well, fish fingers are given to you by a man in a white beard <laughs> who lures you onto his boat. <laughs> And you have a lot of fun on his boat and you eat fish fingers. Mm. So what man lures people onto his boat and they have no fun? Is it L. Ron Hubbard? <laughs> it could well be L. Ron Hubbard, but it'd have to be something L. Ron Hubbard makes. It's something that he gives people <laughs> when they're on his boat. It's L. Ron Hubbard's clam chowder. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Elron Hubbard had clam chowder. I think. <laughs> is it a book? <laughs> I want it, it to be Elron Hubbard's clam chowder because it's just very funny you... to say. 
have you ever had a fish finger sandwich? Yeah. Seems like overkill to me. I've had a chip. I've had a chip butty. It's not overkill compared to that. I watched my friend B eat a fish finger sandwich from a restaurant. Oh, what is it artisanal or was it literally just <laughs> a fish finger it, sandwich? No, 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 it was Bill's, so it was a posh. It was like a tenner for a fish finger sandwich. Was it like in white bread and like really cheap yeah. white bread and? They were goujons, Simon. Uh, goujons. Yeah. What is the difference between a goujon and a finger? A goujon is a finger, isn't it? It looks more like a finger. They're round-like fingers. They're more cylindrical than a fish finger. Fish finger's more like a lady's finger, isn't it? As in the the, the cake lady finger, not... No, they're more like dominoes. They're Mm. They're more like big dominoes. Mm, I think they're too narrow to be dominoes. Well, yeah, they're too long and narrow, but they're more like dominoes than they are like fingers. Well, Ed, I mean, it's covered in breadcrumbs. How often do you have breadcrumb-coated fingers? My fingers don't making... have corners. My fingers don't have corners. <laughs> no, that's true. Most fingers don't have corners. I'm, so, I'm ruling. Apart I'm... from fish fingers, which have corners. I'm ruling, anyway. I'm going... The opposite of a fish finger is Elrond Hubbard's clam chowder. I bang the gavel, you can't stop me. Hiel wants to know... What is the opposite of a deer stalker? Have we done deer stalkers before? No. Are you sure? Well, you carry on talking and I'll have a look. Why did you do this before you... Because I was convinced we haven't done them, so... um... It it just rings a massive bell in my head, but that would be the opposite of a deer stalker, though. A massive bell in my head. (laughs) Well... It's it's more it's more like one of those hats with a little bell on top, I was thinking. Well like a jester's hat. Yeah. Maybe. Now because Conan Doyle never They're silly, actually... but they sound silly. Okay. Conan Doyle her hat for Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, he never actually said it was a, a deer stalker. Uh he did sort of describe it as a deer stalker, but never actually named it as such. That's because he didn't know what they were called, Simon. I think that's true. He was a bit weird, wasn't he, Conan Doyle? Well he was very anti science. Yeah, well he, so the he whole created point of... a character. Character. Yeah, that was the whole point, but, was to diss yeah. the whole, uh, I want to say deductive, but that's wrong, adductive reasoning. Uh, I want to say conductive reasoning, I don't know what even that would be. It's reasoning about buns, because it holds a current. Oh, nice. Um, Holmes would never wear that hat in the city, because he's very sartorial, and it's a thing you only wear in the country for actually stalking deer. Sartorial? I just thought that meant clothes. No, I think sartorial is the 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 art of wearing clothes. Okay. I think we're not going to look it up because it's just a waste of everyone's time. Okay. There was a Sherlock Holmes film in 1971 called They Might Be Giants. And all the people in that thought, oh, "I hate Sherlock Holmes. You know what we should do? Form a band." <laughs> Although I completely misread that. It was a film about a man who thought he was Sherlock Holmes. Sorry. Uh, Elmer Fudd wears one when he's hunting wabbits. Be very, very quiet. We're hunting wabbits. He's wearing the wrong hat. What does a rabbit stalker look like? Elmer Fudd. (laughs) Okay, well, the hat, I was thinking. I don't know. It's an exaggerated version of a deer stalker he wears, so technically it's not a deer stalker. Oh. Well, I'd say it is a jester's hack. That sounds silly. Whereas a, a what is it? Deer not hack looks silly. What would a deer wear were it hunting humans? Well, it's got antlers. It has got antlers. That is true. And those are used to stab and kill other deer. So it'd have to be a hat with holes in it. Um, 
not sure about that. I'd say... Well, it'd end up with holes in it, wouldn't it? You'd have to jam it over the antlers. Well, the thing is, I don't think they're very good at aiming with antlers, and they're more likely to sideswipe you and get you in the thigh. That would still hurt. Well, I thought the idea was they were hunting, so you're, they're aiming for death, aren't they? Yeah, but they'd injure you enough to then, you know, be able to finish the job. Well, how? I reckon they're like bears and wolves. They just don't they just eat you alive. They shit Bloody in the woods. Dear. They all shit in the woods, Simon. They do all that shit is the in nature. the woods. It's the nature of nature. Well, no. No, because some things shit in the desert. Oh, yeah, name one thing that shits in the desert. Well, how about Syrian hamsters? I was going to say Mark Thatcher, but that is such an obscure 1980s satirical reference that I don't expect even I understand it very well. He got lost in the desert. Mark Thatcher was a man who was related to... He was one of Margaret Thatcher's twins. That's right, yeah. And he got lost in the desert... They had to pay a lot of money to search for him. That's it, right. It got annoyed. So he probably did do a shit in the desert. I think he was doing a race through the desert. I think that's what he was doing. Oh. Mark Thatcher, though, doing a shit in the desert is not the opposite of a deer stalker. Oh, it might be, though. Mark Thatcher doing a shit in the desert. Very specific is opposite. It? Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, Rupert the Bear's trousers. Oh, now that is good. Because he lives I in a dingleberry wears... wood, doesn't he? <laughs> Or is that I also, Pooh? I don't well, know. Pooh lives at Pooh Corner, doesn't he? Well, yeah, but I don't know. It's a different wood he lives in. He does live in our wood, though. I can't remember. Oh, Rupert. I don't know. We're talking so. about Rupert. No, we're talking about Pooh, then. Trying to make me think of the wood. Not Farthing Wood. That's a different one. Yeah. Oh, I, man. I can't remember. I'm Googling mm. it. Nutwood is a fictional English village. Mm. Yeah, Nutwood. Pooh lives in Nutwood? No, Rupert the Bear lives in Nutwood. Oh. Where does Pooh live? Pooh Corner. Or he poos in the corner, one or other. But yeah, I think Rupert the Bear is not a bad opposite because Rupert the Bear would be a rubbish detective. I can't remember anything about him other than he's a polar bear in the wood and that confused me he's as a child. He's not a polar bear. He's just a very light-furred bear. He's a polar bear, Simon. Light-furred bears are polar bears. Rupert the Bear is not a polar bear. I'm Why is convinced, he white? I'm convinced he's not a polar bear. Of but he like, looks like a polar bear. Because of the way printing was done in those days and it would have looked less cute. When they did the cartoon... He's not a polar bear. He's white. He's a white bear. What other bears are white? See, you... You're kind of kicking me in my childhood bollocks now. He's not. He can't be a polar bear. He's a white bear, Simon. Originally, I I, I only have ever... I can prove it. Originally depicted as a brown bear, his colour soon changed to white to save on printing costs, though he remained brown on the covers of the annuals. Did he? Apparently. You've not seen his white. Did I just hear Vincent come in? For everyone who likes feet. Vincent interrupting our podcast, there he was. Uh, yes, so I, I'm, I'm going with it. I think the opposite of a deer stalker is Rupert the Bear. And he's not called Rupert the Bear, he's called Rupert Bear. So there we go. Why is Rupert the Bear the opposite of a deer stalker? You've never... Because his trousers oh, well. are very similar looking to a deer stalker. And you wear a deer oh. stalker on your head and Rupert the Bear has lower You're heart. an idiot. You get banged your gavel prematurely. I didn't. I, I've never banged my gavel prematurely. That has never happened ever. That has always happened. Therefore, we have discovered this week that the opposite of Calippo is Swedish taste, did we say? Design. Swedish design. That the opposite of fish fingers is Elrond Hubbard's clam chip. 
Chowder. And that the opposite of a deer stalker is Rupert Bear. You may plug your other numerous podcasts. Yes, listen to the Women's Fitness Podcast, hashtag OneFitPod. Listen to the British Museum member cast. And listen to the Z List Deadlist Podcast. All at izzy.com, that is I-S-Z-I.com. And if you want to join in the game and the fun, join our Facebook group. We like to hear from you for your suggestions for future episodes. It's a page. It is a page, that is true. You should make it into a group. Maybe. And also, buy my books. I always forget that. Buy my books, because, you know, I need to buy some new trousers, because these ones stink of coffee now. Could just wash them. Shut up, Simon. We'll be back next week with more Opposites of Opposites, because that is what we do. Bye-bye. Hello. (laughs) Hello.